welcome to the blood lab i'm al this is marcus we have our brothers rick matt and sean what's going on fellas what they do what hey, they y'all. do welcome to what's the party up, what's up, what's up? yes sir so we're just gonna start things off with a little bit of uh inappropriate fantasies with rick what's going on brother my favorite <laughs> what's going on everybody i hope to uh, be able to join you for the entire conversation yes after all <laughs> as brother al just stated it is inappropriate fantasy talk with rick time basically yes. what we like to do right about this time is talk about all things fantasy let's just keep it real right uh uh, uh-huh. You know, I sincerely hope that by the end of this segment, you feel somewhat fulfilled and at least a little bit educated. But anyways, <laughs> so uh, for the inappropriate fantasy talk tonight, I had a couple things in mind. Uh, first and foremost, the goddamn blood pressure bowl, as I'm calling it. Jesus, man. I have been playing <laughs> fantasy football for 10 years now. And I promise you, without a doubt, without me really having to think hard about it, this was probably one of the most stressful regular season weeks of fantasy football ever for me. And yes, there was a uh, yes. You know, w- before I get into the fantasy uh, and all, I- I'm going to speak on a personal matter with my friend Marcus over here. Let's just step aside real quick and let the other <laughs> fellas just understand what's at stake. For those of you at home watching. In our fantasy league, currently we have a three-way tie for first place, and there's two more weeks left. Well, if you include uh-huh. the week that we just finished, there's three weeks left in the regular season. So we're getting towards the nitty-gritty. The three-way tie just so happens to be myself, Al, and Marcus. What makes it so significant tonight in this conversation is Al had a win a win this week No, no pretty much no matter what, and Marcus and I played each other. Yes. So the reason I called it the blood it's pressure a shame. Ball, Go ahead. It's a shame the two of you couldn't have lost at the same time. That would have benefited me. <laughs> oh, that no, would have we'll benefited we'll, me. We'll, we'll, get in, we'll get into that part about this week, sir. Oh, my. So, with that said, the, flip, <laughs> the, the flip-flop, the beautiful part of this, guys, so I could just sort of recreate it for you at home, and maybe we could get a screenshot or two in there of this. Marcus and I literally had guys playing each other in almost every fucking game this weekend. So, and they were significant. Uh-huh. I'll touch on just the uh-huh. one most important one was, of course, the Buffalo and Philadelphia game the other night. So all the way up until uh-huh. the overtime, it pretty much kept sliding us back and forth on like a 5% scale. And then it just had him in the red. Like I had him beat. It was no problem. That game ends before regulation. Uh-huh. Marcus did not win this week. You understand? Man, in this league, it's all about winning and finding ways to win. We got to continue to get better. Like that. And mm-hmm. and I was I had I had three different games on the TVs I was flipping back and forth one on the phone and one on the iPad like I have not watched that much football at one time in a very long time <laughs> I called it the blood pressure ball I was like oh my gosh I gotta stop watching this for a minute but anyway I digress significant thing to that is is guys Marcus took the win at first I was a little upset about it tried to do some stuff on Addison you know. If no, 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 yo, he got 9.9 points when he needed six. You know what I'm saying? And it, what it reminds me of is when I beat you earlier in the season, only needing like two points mm-hmm. going into the Monday night, which makes it significant mm-hmm. in that that means we're tied. We both won each game against each other. Flipping that over to Al, oh. you and I have both beat each other one time each. So coming out of this week, you two move up for that first place tie, putting me in third, right? But you two play each other this week. And let me tell you how significant that is. There's only two weeks left in the I don't have season. Josh Allen. Yeah, you're going to have a lot of things this week. There's going to be a lot of things that happen real funny this week. <laughs> so what I want you guys yeah. to pay close attention to when it comes to fantasy this week, and this is this is going to be this is going to be fucking huge, right? Is Go back and look at how performances have changed over the last three weeks with certain teams and what players are out there. I don't want to give too much away, right? All right. And and kind of what I wanted to point out to a little bit since we're all, our last couple of weeks of fantasy football, uh, something I want to kind of make a regular thing is uh, let's give a big shot the fuck out to our man Al, bro. He was an overachiever this week. That's what they call it in fantasy land. What he did this week is considered to be an overachiever, which is – Simply put, his projected score, he was more than 25 points over that. 
So ESPN Fantasy Hell app will yes. actually classify him as an overachiever from this week. So I just wanted to give like a shot the fuck out because he was definitely by far with his 192 points, whatever it was, 191.76. He he was definitely by far <laughs> this week's owner achiever. You know, um, some of the guys have been moved. Some of the guys that really stood out in terms of like the players, though, like Josh Allen had 39 points. You know, overtime plays a factor. Same thing with Jalen. He had 34 and a half. And had he mm-hmm. not like marched down the fucking field. Hurts, hurts to the end zone, and the got like 80 yards and fucking passes and then ran it into the end zone himself and got them 12 points. We, I have a different attitude during this conversation. But uh, I digress. <laughs> you know what was really standing out to me, guys? And I really want to hear from you guys on who you think about this is CJ Stroud, man. This guy has really stepped up in fucking Houston. Yeah, he had 30 points this week, but that's not the big picture. I think the big picture with Stroud is, come on, man, this guy. Marcus is- was fortunate and lucky to pick his ass up yeah. when he did. I almost did it, too. He was only, like, originally in the original <laughs> draft. I think in the preseason draft, in other words, all of the drafts that ESPN had on the app before the first game of the season, um, draft to score as many points as he's scored now. So, you know what I mean? Like, that's the, like, I oh, guess, wow. like, the most improved from what was projected player type of shit. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. no one expected him to do what he's doing. I'm honestly not surprised. Yeah, right? You know, because you mentioned you mentioned CJ Stroud and how good he is, I just want to go no. off of that. And he's a guy that you want on your fantasy football team. I want to show you guys that you don't want on your fantasy football team. What, my, baby, my whole team? Roll, baby, roll tape. It's only a few guys, so it's only a couple. These are the guys you don't no. want <laughs> on your no. team. It's only a couple of seconds. <laughs> I love these fifths. But, but if yes. you have these guys or don't, these are the guys you don't want on your fantasy football team. Uh, these are the three worst quarterbacks in the NFL. If your team has any of these people, just go in a corner and cry because you ain't winning nothing anytime soon. Number one oh is Zach Wilson. Oh, my God, somebody get him off the field because he sucks. This dude has more interceptions in his career than wow. touchdowns. He's blind. The Jets have only scored wow. nine touchdowns this season. Darren Bland had four touchdowns this season, and he's a defensive player. He's got five now. That's crazy. Zach Wilson well. can't throw the ball. Hell, he can't even run onto the field oh, without falling. He sucks. So Number here we two go. is dude. Kenny Pickett. This Steelers offense is doo-doo. He can barely throw for 100 yards in a game. Now wonder why George Pickens is mad. He is stuck with this baby boy. Baby And Matt Canada, who has worse play calling than a teenage Madden player. Number three is Daniel Jones. They gave this dude $40 million to be trash. I could do what he does, and I ain't ever thrown a football in my life. Two touchdowns and six interceptions. The Giants got scammed. They better trade him soon, or they're going to be horrible forever, just like the Jets. So, yes, those are the bums, and I repeat, (laughs) those are the bums you don't want on your fantasy football team. There's one guy missing, bro. Who's that? Who? Mac Jones. Yeah, Mac Jones for sure. Mac Jones, I just got rid of him. I just got rid of him. Yeah, but Whoa. Mac Jones is yeah. getting benched. That's different. It's a little Names. bit different. Like it's pretty obvious. These other guys are getting to play. Like that's the difference. <laughs> that's true. They're not <laughs> getting well, benched. And to be <laughs> fair, honestly, this season's a little weird with quarterbacks. Everybody's injured. Like you're, if yeah. you're looking for a quarterback, you're automatically going like eighth, ninth, tenth. Well, string right that's now. Where, like there's so many quarterbacks right now. So. That's how Marcus did go with Stroud. He picked up the backup. Like, that's what I always say. Like, you have to watch those. When you get injuries, you need to be watching what players are going to take those places. But if I may say so, Rick is hoarding quarterbacks. If, have you seen his team? I have four. <laughs> yeah. Well, with two of you, you never know when he's going to get hurt again. Hey, well, let, let me get one of those. Let me get one of those, and I'll give you a uh, Kirk. We can always have like, this don't conversation. Don't like, we could have this conversation after the show, as a matter of fact, but I'm glad you played that tape. I'm glad you played that tape because the next thing I was going to highlight was the fucking busts. So, you know, first and foremost, I'm going to go ahead and kick this guy in the dick. He's, he still went in town, and it, he, 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 he won a fucking game, and he was the goddamn man, And but they did some hurry-up stuff, and you saw some inexperience, and he threw those two picks. There was three picks in the last 65 seconds of the Dolphins-Jets game. For those of you that did not watch it on Black Friday, the first ever Black Friday game, which I might add, Amazon's clearing like a ridiculous number. I don't want to quote it yet. We'll talk about it on a future show. 
and and long story short, my man Tua he threw two picks at the end of the second half before the miracle, the miracle yeah. pick six that these yeah. guys hundred yard pick six. Yeah, how far he can throw it if indeed he throws it, or they try a, a lateral or whatever here. Meanwhile, he just tries to get away from everybody, throws it into the end zone into a lot of traffic, and there's a pick on the other side. And coming back from the end zone is Holland, and Holland is at the midfield, and Holland is inside the 40, and Holland is inside the 20. Can you believe this? And that cost TCL a million dollars in TVs. You guys saw that, right? Uh, So TCL said on this first ever Black Friday, if somebody, and we're going to have to look into the conspiracy on this, y'all, if anybody returns a touchdown for 98 yards or more will donate a million TVs. TCL, you know TCL, right? Where's and that was- Well, where's oh, my TV at? Not, yeah, who are they giving it to? And That's... I was like, go on, and we're going to dig into this. We're going to talk about this in a future show. I'm putting it on your radar now. It's been a big deal. TCL's already That's... getting a bunch of notoriety for it and everything because they said they're going to commit to it. Because it conveniently was, what, a 99, which did you guys notice that the next day they came back and the NFL changed it to 100 yards? You guys saw that? Really? It was a point adjustment. If you watch point adjustments, they make a point Mm -hmm. adjustments on Monday all the time. You'll see point adjustments. That's what those come from. Uh, Second one, fucking Kittles. I feel like we probably jinxed him because we talked about him like two or three weeks ago. And ever since we talked about him possibly being as good as, if not better than Kelsey, well, Marcus said that. Ever since then, this nigga's been stinking it up. You can only do so much. Ball doesn't bounce our way. Like, he can't. He scored four points. Like, what, nine points? I think, yeah. So, yeah. So, but well, the all Niners, my receivers have been like that this year. Yeah, our receivers you, you, have been down bad. Definitely bad luck with that shit. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Cooper and you, Cup. And you have a strong, yeah. and you have a strong receiving core. Well, that, they that's just, the next they, person they, I was going to say. That's a Matt can't. guy. They can't Receivers get it together. this year just aren't doing what running backs are doing. Running backs seem to be really leading the pack as far as scoring goes because receivers just aren't doing what they are like the years prior. The ball's getting yeah. spread around on receiving cores right now a little bit better. There's only a couple of teams that only have like one receiver getting all of the receptions. That's the thing. So it's really, it's a good, I think personally, and this is whatever is whatever, it's a matchup thing. So you'll see things like, oh, like all right, so we paid yeah. pretty close attention, Marcus, to that Philly game the other night against with Buffalo. So... You, you see how they were covering Brown when they went into that nickel or that cover two? He threw the ball to Brown every time he was his first. Every look. time. So is it like it all depends on who they're playing and what kind of defenses they're gonna they're gonna play. So it's something to definitely like keep an eye on uh, who they're gonna play. It's not oh, yeah. just like how good is the team that they're playing this week in terms of what the matchup is. The more significant terms is like who your player is matched up against. That, that when it gives you the red score and the green score over there to the side, and it'll be like, oh, okay, I'm playing like the worst fucking passing defense in the league. What you got to look at is how they're going to cover your receiver or your running back. Like if it's your running back and they're red in the receiving, oh, dude, play your running back against that team. That means they're pretty shitty against the, the run. the run. You know what I mean? That's uh, something to think about mm-hmm. with that. And then um, uh, of all the busts that were out there, you know, most of us on this call had a, at least one bust. Um, Al, you didn't have one. That's why you were the fucking overachiever. Like, I looked at your guys, like, every single one of the motherfuckers probably scored at least their projection, if not some points more. Um, the only and one I left points yeah. on the bench. Uh, well, well, shit, that one is the oh. big one I got. That's coming up here in just a second. Uh, I just wanted to point out the only real major injury this week that looks going to be significant is of course, my fucking running back, Jonathan Taylor, after he comes in for three weeks off of his, uh, his holdout shit, scores some good points, and now he's not going to be available. It looks like he's going to be out for a minute. He's got to get uh, surgery on his thumb or something. Um, yeah, so oh, to your hell. point, bro, straight the fuck up. These are some of the points that got left on the bench. Like, this is probably one of our worst fucking weeks. Oh, don't even uh, talk about that. Marcus left Williams that. on the bench, <laughs> and he scored 38.4 yeah. mm-hmm. points. That's not even a quarterback. He's sick. That's thirty-six point. Yeah. Of course, me. I I started sick. Tua. <laughs> I start. I started uh, this. I started Tua and Kyler Murray, looking at their matchups, thinking that they would do good. Which, like I said, Tua did good. It's just those two picks brought him down from eighteen to seven. That kind of hurt me a lot. But I left Jordan Love and Trevor on the bench, and 
Jordan Love had 26 and Trevor had 24. The Packers are surprisingly well on Thanksgiving, though. Yeah, the Packers are picking up good, man. The Packers are doing pretty well. Uh, Mostert. Mm-hmm. Yo, uh, Q left Mostert on the bench, and he scored 21. And uh, Sean, you left Stafford that. on the bench, and he scored 23. Uh, those were some yeah, of the ones that. That, I, uh, that I that really fucked. It didn't matter this week for me. I would have regretted it on a more challenging week, but yeah, I saw that. It yeah, happened. So- <laughs> Perfect, yeah. perfect segue into what I was going to say is, all right, look, you know, this week has passed us. Uh, uh, it sucked to get a four-point loss. Uh, at first, I was sad, but then I kind of realized, <laughs> yeah, we still split the tiebreaker. And same thing with Al, you and I yeah. split the tiebreaker. What happens with you guys this week determines y'all's tiebreaker. And in case uh, you guys don't know, all right, the way the tiebreakers work going into the playoffs and whatnot, it's based on points PF, so points forced. So it's your points that you scored. So, and if you look at that right now, the three of us are all literally within a couple of points of each other. So even that, none of us are really out there. So everything is up for grabs and including you guys too. You know, like Matt, you get a little negative on there sometimes, but um, you guys are all still in the hunt. They're like, everybody's in the hunt for that fourth playoff spot right now. Like, and, and even me, Matt and Al, the thing is like, yes, those two play each other this week, and then they have a pretty good last week because we only have two weeks of regular season left, right? This week and then the next week, and then playoffs start, right? Y'all with me so far? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. So um, thing I wanted to point it out too because, you know, Marcus, you haven't done a playoffs yet. Um, something that will happen here, something that will happen here real soon is um, your team's like, uh, and this is goddamn it, I want to shoot myself in the mouth for telling you this, but the Eagles... The Eagles, they clinched the playoffs yesterday on Sunday. And within two weeks, they're probably going to clinch their division and most likely the conference, depending on what San Francisco does the next two weeks. What's going to happen is is you're going to see that Jalen and Brown, they're going to get very conservative. Those guys are going to probably play most of the second half, so you better keep that in mind. Watch what happens these next two weeks because – you will have them these next two weeks in the regular season become playoffs, so you're not going to have them. So just that's the last tip I'm giving you for free since you're probably going to be the guy that beats me in the playoffs, right? Because <laughs> that's a good point. If you don't realize the way the season plays, like, yeah, that was definitely a fault of mine the first time around. I didn't know how the season plays, and you keep playing those same guys, they're going to be very conservative with those guys, keeping them safe, keeping them healthy. So, yeah, you get bummed. Yeah. The teams, the teams that once teams start clinching spots, you can expect those players on those teams that you've been winning with all year to not really get you as many points. So just keep an eye on your bench. Don't let it go to the wayside, right? It's nothing else. They're going to experiment. I'll try some new things, throw some new people in. So it's not going to be your traditional. Yep. I'm not worried. I've been, lose. I've been losing anyway. No, I'm just taking an approach of like a wild card. I'm just here to mess other people up. Like I'm chaos agent at this point. I got all y'all. We don't need to be, gotcha, we don't guys. need those kind of problems, man. We yeah. don't need those kind of, right, we're no, trying no, to win. You know, you don't need them, but there's so much fun. <laughs> and don't forget to Sean, let's, let's talk about some trades, Sean. After we, yeah. after the show, we'll talk about some trades. I need right? to win. We can talk about. It. We can talk about it. I always yeah. talk about it. Uh, <laughs> um, don't forget to what guys. Up? Postseason nice. is two weeks. Two weeks again. Each round is two weeks. So it's uh, you know like all season long. One week of points determines the winner. When we get into the postseason, it's two weeks for the first round. Two weeks for the Super Bowl and the subsequent rounds. Right. So. Uh, keep that in mind. Um, and just remember, motivation for those teams and momentum is a big thing, right? So make sure you're paying attention to that, everybody out there. You know, not just us in our league. We talk about our, our league a lot in reference. Um, but, you know, let's just be real. Our our league we play is for fun because it's us. Um, we don't play for some sort of big award. Our league is your league. It's just for fucking. It's it's for talk, you know. <laughs> um, but to, for everybody out yeah. there, pay, you know, pay attention to those things. Um, so, something I only want to take a couple of seconds on. Uh, we, we're four weeks deep in the NBA, right? Yep. In our mm-hmm. fantasy league, um, I'm happy to say I take the lowest guy on the totem pole. Uh, you guys go ahead and pick on me. I am 0 and 4. Uh, it comes from uh, certain days not going in and changing up my lineup because it hasn't been high on my priority list. But I want you to know that all has changed. Yeah. Use that excuse. It's all right. <laughs> all right. my starters are actually playing tonight. Like, I had nights where Steph was on the bench. 
because I didn't go in there that morning and put him in because he was playing tonight. So that's what I was going to point out about basketball mm-hmm. without us harping too much on it because I know we're all still figuring it out. Is that <laughs> it, basketball? I've got to figure it out. Fantasy is a daily thing, right? Got to be in it daily. Yes. Right. Um, yes. That's that's Matt, the, Matt, the king right now. Yeah. Well, yes, sir. Like I say, man, all the time. I, I, I'm going to go ahead and toot his horn, bro. He he watches more actual games and full highlight type reels than us all probably combined. Uh, you know what I mean? Um, he he knows basketball. He knows basketball in ways that we would we wouldn't we won't we won't ever know. He's probably forgot shit that we barely know. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. So I, I expect him to do really good in this league. So y'all, we got to take him out. May once again. Be so- oh my God! Shoot. Do some voodoo on his. I'm just players. going away with the <laughs> fact that I've scored 1,200 more points than the person in second place. Right. Jeez. Right. Yeah. But we're only Which four is weeks probably crazy. We are only Who's four in weeks second place? Probably by record, By record, Julian's in first. But if we're going by points, it's me because I have the one L to you, L. And, that, and you know what? That one L you have is my only victory. Yep. Because I didn't pay I didn't pay attention <laughs> and I left guys on my bench and you beat me by the amount of points mm. my bench scored. And I want you guys to know, True. you guys took time to draft your players. I want you guys to know that the computer picked my players. But listen, did, it's so fluid. Like, listen, you, you, like, look, I have guys that I go drop out, pick up somebody different so I can play them tonight, then then hope the next day I can get back and get that guy. And more than once, without me saying it, because I'm letting, I'm kind of writing out our football here, and then once football is over, understand, I'm going to turn into a fucking assassin because there's a lot of weeks left, all right? So just take oh, your time yes. right now to get your fucking wins in because I'm telling you right now what's going to be really fucking important that's, 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 that's. as we get down this stretch is how fluid and you move your guys in and out daily and who grabs your guys. You know what I mean? As we let them go, we're going to uh-huh. ultimately get points from the same dudes. Like I want to, I'm excited to see at the end of the season, how many guys end up on all of our teams for at least one week. It won't happen oh. for me. Unless somebody gets injured drastically, I'm not changing mine up. I won't risk the the day to lose it. Okay, <laughs> hey, hey, good to hear, good to hear, good to hear. I'm, pre- you know? I'm pretty happy with my team right now. Yeah, none of the big dogs are going to go. It's going to be about those guys, those bottom four or five starters, and how you rotate them in and out so you can get guys playing tonight. Yeah, don't worry, I got them all I've got on like my team. Seven, <laughs> like seven injured players right now. <laughs> like seven injured players. <laughs> oh, and Dude, I've been trying to comes back next I got a three week. and one record too, though. Jock comes back next week, so I expect to get them points. I'd be like sliding in, though. Well, oh, it, tough guy. Yeah. Hit, hit me up at the end of the week, Marcus. <laughs> no, I see. Uh-huh. I see how we started. I was no, like, oh, no, this is bad. <laughs> this is going to be really bad. <laughs> I'm just looking at the team like, guys. I hope you guys are as excited about this basketball season as I am, man. Oh, I am. I am. Yeah. Certainly. I am. Definitely. For sure. Oh, yeah. I, now, I definitely does anybody care know, more. Does anybody know how long C.J. McCullum is hurt for? I see him uh, being out the rest of the season, to be honest. Uh, at, least ha- yeah. at least half the season, yeah. Collapsed lung. Yeah, I don't Oh, oh yeah. That's tough. I don't it's see him It's one of those things that's hard to come back from at it all. Makes it tough to play ball. For sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. But yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, excited. Tough, I'm true. excited. Uh, you guys get ready for as football starts to sort of dwindle out, and and our because you know our season's over before the playoffs start. So honestly, I, I feel like we're going to be able to get in a good full swing with basketball in probably about a month. You know what I mean? We well, oh, yes. six yeah. weeks, four to six weeks. It'll be all about basketball as soon as we get into the new year. I'm, I'm excited to play with you guys. Yeah. Um, real quick oh, too, yeah. before uh, we finish up here. Um, one thing I wanted to throw out there, well, really two things I wanted to throw out there. One, right now, man, this Vegas stuff and this sports book and the and the parlays are starting to get pretty interesting. I wanted to put something on your guys' radar and maybe help out with some of the people that listen and whatnot uh, for us to maybe start looking to do some, like, group stuff. Maybe where we kind of, like, make a little pool for the show where we all put a couple of bucks in and do some parlays see and make some group decisions on some stuff there's so it's so abstract the type of parlays you can do uh matt i know you shared with me some of the ones that you've done and i i don't know what your other guys's experience is um but um you know i i I feel like we could probably um you know help us in the show out a bit and help our listeners out by um 
possibly diving into this, and I just wanted to see how you guys felt about that. I feel like this is something that should fall into our fantasy talks because what's a bigger fantasy than some of the fucking parlays I've seen? Shit, a couple of dollars can make you quite a bit if you if you really quite equanimize it. And I feel like, especially, um, I have a friend who's who's got the type of brain that can quantize things really good if you give him the data, and he happens to be on the show with us tonight. His name is Sean. And I feel like if we coach him in the right direction, he, he can <laughs> actually <laughs> figure out and make some good advantages with this. So I just wanted to maybe get a vote from you guys, maybe a poll. Would you guys be down to maybe if I put some shit together for us to like yeah. for oh, the show? For sure. Yeah. For sure. Hell yeah. yeah. Definitely. Hell yeah. We can talk more yep. about it. And not for nothing, no sponsors Absolutely. yet. Price picks is the way to go. Bring Absolutely. it in, okay. baby. All right. Well, that's, so that's what, what I'm talking about. All right, man. I want to move it on into uh, uh, to our next segment tonight. I appreciate you guys joining us for an uh, inappropriate fantasy talk with Rick. Uh, I look forward to some more in the future, and we're going to put some things together for all of you guys. Oh, yes. Yeah, so yeah. do we, man. So do we. I enjoyed Thanks. that. I enjoyed that very much. Mm-hmm. Before we segue That's into uh, this is still sports-related, and uh, I don't know if it's going to yeah. work into what you have to talk about, but we're not going to play the whole video. Just to get a gist of what's going on, she'll play a little bit, and then we can... Why is the league still allowing Scott Foster to ref games that CBP yeah. plays in? It is obvious that this beef, this entire situation that Chris Paul has with Scott Foster is very real, it is evident, it has grown, and is still continuing to grow after what we saw last night in his return to Phoenix for the first time since he got traded and has become a member of the Golden State Warriors. Put this in perspective. Chris Paul has his family and friends there. It's the day before Thanksgiving. It wasn't a soured relationship with Phoenix. So this homecoming, everyone's excited. The Suns fans are excited to welcome him back. It's, it's nothing bad about this homecoming. But instead, we're expecting to see Chris Paul play this entire game against his former team. And instead, he's ejected early in the game and being assessed a second technical in under a minute. Wow. Steph just said, don't make it worse. There is no way anyone in about the league said about office that watched that entire interaction, sat there and said, you know what? Chris Paul deserved that second technical. Absolutely not. Scott Foster, a bitch. That's insane, bro. Yeah, Scott Facts. Foster. Yeah, he's, he's, you know, he's not the only one in the NBA that does shit like this, too. You know? Majority of them are. Majority uh, of them are. But he's the worst, though. Like, he's the worst, though, when it comes to this. And doesn't he have ties to old boy, the the ref that was um, betting on yes. games and fixing games? Yeah, like, I feel like they have a connection but too. They are probably doing it together. Oh, they are mafia, bro. The uh, the every league, yes. oh. every league's group of referees and umpires are a mafia. Refs like, are all bitches, insane, bro. Like uh, he, we didn't go too deep into the tape, but this this ref Foster apparently Whoa. exchanged words with Chris Paul's kid. When he was wow. a clipper, something he was about a clipper. His son, apparently, like there, there was a big meeting about it, and apparently from that point on, you know, shit was even more personal. And now you're seeing this bullshit with with some of the things these refs do in the NBA. You have the guy in Boston, you know, shit. making those fucking phantom calls mm-hmm. or lack thereof mm-hmm. to help Boston along the way. And, you know. To go back to football just a little bit, just I don't I think it was just this weekend. The Josh Bears Allen. Game. Oh. Josh Allen. That he's one. getting pulled by his fucking right. collar. Exploding getting there, but right there. Does he grab the back right there? Oh yeah. How do you not see that? Gene Steratore. That is pretty blatant, I think. It, it is, Jim. Now, by rule, if the quarterback is in the pocket, you're permitted to, but we can clearly see that Josh Allen was flushed out of the pocket. Which is illegal. For a defender yeah, to do, Put a horse and he gets called for intentional grounding. Yeah, this is in front of the ref. Same thing at that Bears Vikings <laughs> game. Those guys got it, in a it, fight, got his face mask pulled off, and the dude who got punched got the penalty. Exactly. So, like these refs, you so know, like, what are these guys watching? Like, what are they watching? They're watching the prize picks. You know, like when I see shit yes. like this, I'm like, man. <laughs> I'm not opposed 
to AI replacing these motherfuckers. But listen, they're already doing this shit where they're like, oh, the the booth calls in calls in those calls all, all the time already. So uh, right. clearly it can be seen on the, the camera what happened. Like, you know how they have to do these like, these like think it's like Sean McVay had to call a timeout. I, I hate Buffalo, but they got screwed a lot the other night in the Eagles game. I, I'm the, I, I hate Buffalo. But what they literally did, bro, was like, had he, McVay had to call the timeout in order for there to be enough time for it to play on the jumbo screen enough for the fans to go off enough for New York to call down and tell the referees to go ahead and review it. Like, come on, man. Like, if we're going to do that once, do it all the time. If we can see it clear as day on TV, they can see it even better in those booths. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so to Scott Foster, before I let my brother take on, I just want to say your mother is a cankerous whore for birthing a piece of Jeez. shit like you. And I suck to you. Man. I think that's a good Back way to, to you, end Marcus. that. There you go. Well, I had no idea I could smoke through the mask, but go ahead. This go is ahead. awesome. <laughs> well, I mean, I'll stay with the NBA, man. Like, how do you guys feel so far about the season? Surprising, there's some surprising teams doing really well. Go Magic. I'm not Magic. Go Magic. Yeah, Magic. Do a good, and, yeah, Oklahoma City's doing really well. Ah. Then there's some disappointing teams, like... Lakers, Lakers, Warriors, you know. <laughs> I'm I mean, happy that the Lakers lose. Yeah, yeah. Can I imagine the Lakers? And I'm happy that the Lakers. I'll wait just to take it. I'm uh, yeah, just seeing. They, they, they lost by 44 They lost by what? Was that 44? They lost by like 44 to the Sixers last night. Was it last night? Matt, was it last yeah, night? Yeah, Lakers night got blew out last night, and the Clips got blew out too. Well, the Clips oh, didn't I, really I blow out. That was last night. Huh? That's what I'm saying, bro. I will say, though, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of this tournament that they've got. Yes, yes, yes. I didn't think I would I do. Yeah, enjoy it as much as I do. It's giving the guys something more to to fight for instead of, oh, it's just a regular season game. I don't care. Yeah, I, was first, I didn't understand, like, how it was, like, how, how it was going to work. It, but mm -hmm. I know the game. Yeah, like, the games count for the, for the regular season record. Mm -hmm. But like you said, it gives them more incentive to, like, actually care about these mm -hmm. games like the end season tournament it's kind of like soccer does that like in their leagues the WNBA like, the WNBA did yeah. it as well okay and, and it worked and it worked out for them but dude I'm just happy okay. that the Magic are doing really well right now uh, we've won yeah, I'm just hoping well. I told you eight straight now and uh yeah. and it's not and listen I know people talk about strength of schedule bro but we beat the dog piss out of the yeah. Nuggets we beat the Bulls twice. Mm -hmm. Like, we Boston. have gone out there. Boston. It, 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 yeah. yeah, it was here. And here's the best part of it all. I got the privilege to see, like, I can't even tell you. I know I made the joke in our chat box. Uh, there must have been 2,000 green jerseys walking out of the fucking arena halfway through the fourth quarter. And there, that is like, <laughs> when you see something like that right there, you know... You, you know what I mean? Like, you just got disrespected, dude. Like, I want to go do some EMS yeah. events just so I can go to some Magic games. It's Ooh. it's Paolo, man. He's carrying that team. An Orlando win would make it a three-way tie atop Group C as Bancaro goes glass. He, what about the Wander brothers? You man. do know What's he just from, got uh, Eastern Conference Player of the Month, right? He, yeah, but Franz is special. The, the, they're having some good games. They're they've had some quiet big games. Nobody talks about them, but they they've been having good games. Ooh. I'm only asking because I haven't I haven't been able to watch. But uh, how, how's our point guard play as far as the match? They do a um, Matt. You can elaborate after I say this part. I guess you probably can say it a little better. Um, they they you know how like uh, teams in the NFL do kind of like a running back trio duo kind of deal that's kind of what the magic's doing oh. right now between Suggs and Fultz and 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 even like look Franz kind of moves over and plays like that three four that three one like kind of like LeBron does I'm not trying to compare them as players but I will compare their kind of playing right now like if you watch this dude <laughs> he has like I'll be his yeah. most improved player because it wasn't that he was that bad last year but he is just leaps and bounds better this year like you wouldn't know yeah, he's fantastic. Dude, but he plays a lot like bronze. Yeah, he's fantastic. Bronze kind of like range. So they they're they, it's really like a front court, back court thing they're playing right now. 
It's working very good. I mean, you can see their record too. No. But they're doing. Yeah. Everybody's doing what they have to do. They're moving pieces around when they need to move around. Oh, for sure. I don't really yeah. see, oh yeah. I don't see shout anything they can really Mosley, do better. Man. The coach. <laughs> yeah, like, shout out to the coach, man. He's taking. And they're so young. That's what's scary about the Magic. They are yeah, so good. young. Yeah, this is a good. And they're already this good. Same thing with yeah. the Thunder. Yeah. If we can, pretty damn good, man. Oh yeah. Like, Chet, he's skinny oh, yeah. as hell, but he. But he's yeah, more nice, man. You know, hey, babe, I don't know if you have that clip of Chet and his legs. Even Wembenyama, you know, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. You know, I'm a peaceful man, but if I've ever gotten into a fight with Chet or Wembenyama, or I don't know how you pronounce that young man's name, for the legs. But if I leg kick the shit out of those motherfuckers, it's over. Bro, could you imagine? Did you imagine Joe Rogan kicking one of them? Oh, oh they're oh. they're done. They're gonna lose both. He of might their kick legs. their leg off. He, he, oh, he, he might breaks logs, dude. The, everybody. I, I was taught that at a young age. I, I was taught that at a young age too. Listen, like <laughs> I, I know this is gonna come across, you know, crazy as fuck the way I say it, but when you have, you know, an alleged juvenile history such as I do, they teach you how to fight different type of people, right? And so, like tall black guys. The tall guys, the guys that can jump high. Oh, here and ride, we go. All you got to do is kick them in the Achilles. Those short white dudes just kick them in the knee. Like, for real, that's the quickest way to take them down. You can break an Achilles or a knee. It's half jazz, bro. I got taught that when I was like 11 years old. <laughs> yeah, Joe Rogan so, kicking the hip. He would never walk again. Like, not, not without a prosthetic limb. <laughs> like, my wife showed me chest legs. I forgot what he, I think he was like rehabbing or something. I'm like, yo, he looks, he looks sick. Yeah, it's Look. it's scary for the NBA because if them dudes can put some pounds on, oh, for real, facts. Yeah, now they how, they how, they're not how, able to body. Big facts. How are your Miami Heat doing, Marcus? Uh, there you go. They're, uh, they're doing all right. Right Butler's been day to day for a minute. Injured, man. Yeah, Butler's been out pretty much. Yeah, Bam. And Bam was hurt for a while. Tyler Hero's hurt. Again? Huge. Yeah. He was looking great before he got injured, though. I'll say this, though. That kid, the rookie, um, Ivy Hawkins. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. That a grown man. That boy's man. nice. Yeah, he's a grown man. He like 22. Like, <laughs> he played like four years of college. He, yep. He ain't no like 19-year-old. He can, he's fundamental. He plays, he plays the exact way like heat culture dictates you play. He was he one of those sleeper all the right things. Yeah. But, like, as far as, like, how they look, like, I don't know, man. I think the, the thing with me is, like, Orlando's looking like for the real deal. Boston, obviously, is up there. Milwaukee is the one for me, though. Because yeah, right they, now, they it, doesn't look, it doesn't look like, it doesn't look fluid. And I, I know it's going to take time with Dame and, and, um, and Giannis. But I think their defense is like horrid though. Not for nothing. I called like, this before I, the season started. Which what was that? He did. I, I called it the guy called it going this way before the season started. Uh-huh. Yeah, he did. Uh, and I am in total agreement with that too. Like we to both your points. Um it's gonna take a minute for that chemistry to build, but absolutely to you know, so Matt, it's definitely an easy prediction to say that. But to Marcus's point. I see a better potential there and some of the other letdowns we've had. Well, for sure, but the thing is, is how much time do these guys really have left? I don't know. We'll see by the All-Star break. If this conversation is the same at the All-Star break or one of them gets injured and we don't ever know, it'll be like the fucking Nets all over again. But I feel like they'll yeah. they'll they'll be pretty gelled and they may make some moves for their bench and stuff because that's a big part of it. You Ooh. touched on it when you said their defense sucks. Really, They need some support. Like, they got what it's going to take on, on their side of the court, but they need some defensive help. They need a big man uh-huh. that, that is who bodies up and is an enforcer, uh, and they'll have hey, don't, the peace. Don't sleep on Brooke yeah. Lopez now. No, I mean, like, yeah, Luke, that's Lopez what I mean. Like, if they can get a chemistry going. Brooke is definitely one, but he can't do it by himself. They need, they need like, I feel like they need one more piece that is mo- not some superstar. They need another good role player. That's just, it's right. And if they pick that up in the next month or two, like let's say by New Year's or so, if they they, they really got somebody locked in, 
if they're if they're gelled by the All Star break, they're going to be one, two, or three coming into the playoffs. If they were, the Bucks would be in a better spot if they were able to finagle it to where they kept Drew Holiday. Yes, they should. That is that's where yeah. they lost. That's where they lost for sure. That's he ran the court for them. He, he ran the floor for them. Mm-hmm. Like Gian, Giannis, Giannis doesn't. Giannis, yeah. he's a great leader, but he's not that kind of a leader. No, he's never really had to be. He always yeah, had yeah. that extra piece with him. He's always had a good point guard. He, yeah, he's that soldier yeah. to just say, "Hey, point, shoot, do what you do." Which is necessary. Also, which is why I kind of, when it comes slides. to the NBA, uh, I, I get a little upset when when people talk about. I don't know. You, you know, I guys, I say this all the time. I, I enjoy team basketball over individuals when it comes to basketball. Yes, you need those individuals, and sure, there's individuals I like over others, but. You know, I when people start getting all cranky and talking about super teams, this and that, and a third, like if the super team classification comes in just based on notoriety of the player, and yes, any notor any any player that's like that is obviously good and talented. So let's just be honest. What's the problem with making teams that that gel like that and that are good? I like watching good teams. Don't don't harp on these individuals. You know what I mean? And. I don't know. That's where I'm coming from. I'm liking how the NBA is going because it's turning into a team sport again. I mean, that's what you need at the end of the day. You're not ever going to win a championship without having a team at that a lot of guys type of that. high caliber. The Heat last Agreed. year. Perfect example. Butler was fucking toast by the end of the time they got into the finals. Good old Jimmy Buckets. Jimmy Butler. You know, I, was, I, I was salty about not getting big. I was. I'm not as much now because like, Something's changed. Something's changed about him since he left Portland. And you know what it is? I've noticed teams are like, like honing in on his defense because <laughs> he's not, he's not known as a good defender. But people are like going because after it's, that. But it's needed now. He's not. I, he's on a content team. He he needs to show that he can really be that piece that a team needs to win a chip. It's not just like, okay, you're on a bad team. We understand. It is what it is. He's in that spotlight mm-hmm. now where it's like, oh, you guys can win. Yep. All right. Well, you better show us you can win now. Uh-huh. He don't have an excuse this season. Who who do you who do you guys see in winning? Who do you guys see in winning this year? It's a toss up. Way too early to tell. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly too early to tell. Because you yeah. know me as a fan, I'm always gonna say the match. Right. Well, <laughs> I know your fan ones, fuck every, like I know, fuck all the other teams. Put in a put in a legit put in a legit fucking uh, prediction now before we have a lot of data we only have one month we literally have a month of regular season games uh in the belt which is what i feel like like for most teams are at about well jaw comes back like at the end of next week so they're getting close to 20 games at this point most teams have played 16 to 18 games right memphis is garbage anyway jaw's not oh, gonna yeah. change that no he's gonna points wise no no i just mean points wise because <laughs> i have him <laughs> He's going to go John out there and score a lot of points every no, night. No, he's still suspended. Memphis is ass. He's oh, he's suspended. suspended. He had a 22-game <laughs> suspension. And they're uh, like 18 I, games now. I don't think I have a solidified team. A, I think it'll be a West team, though. A West team. Yeah. yeah. By that. I mean, as long as, a, as, long as it's not the Lakers. And I see it being Denver or Phoenix, to be honest. I can tell y'all who's not going to win it. The Clippers. <laughs> no. <laughs> they're so, you know, they're, they're so good on paper, though. They're I'm so glad, good I'm on glad paper. you brought that Ooh. up, bro. They stay healthy. James Harden Harden. is one of those guys yeah. that. Yeah, like why? Why even trade for him? He doesn't make your team better. No, yeah, nothing he's... about him says. Well, if he would accept his fucking role there, they would be um, oh, they would be amazing if Harden wasn't so selfish. He still believes he's a number one. He, At he his needs age. momentum to play. He needs momentum. He's been a one in years. What's that, Marcus? But bro, he hasn't been a number one in years. Bro. No, like since he left yeah. Houston, he hasn't been a. As I said, that they're expecting him to be that Houston James Harden, and he hasn't been since he left. Nope. Uh, yeah. Hey guys, done. Uh, uh, you, now, go, you know something else? All they've done is made Westbrook worse. Yeah, Westbrook had I to take a backseat. I love Westbrook. Hey, you know what? I've been mm-hmm. I, I've had I've had Westbrook's back since OKC. Yeah. Because when Marcus and I used to have discussions, he can attest to this. I've always put Westbrook in my top five as point guards because oh, of what dude. he brings to the table. For sure. 
if it wasn't for Steph, he'd be the probably, arguably, the best point guard we've seen in the last few years. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, the dude the attacks problem, the basket a, like a big man. He's not a leader, though. Like, yeah. he's always going to need a second piece to really run a team. Like, I don't know how else to word that. You know what I mean? Like, that's the that's the only issue I have with Russ. And it's not even I, an issue. I sort of see that, but if you if you go and look back those years that right He'll before he left be a OKC, Jordan or a Kobe or a LeBron where he dominates. Like that's I guess what I mean. Is he very look, skilled at his position? Yes. Look at that 2016-2018 Russ with the Thunder. I uh-huh. think Hell yeah. I think I could argue a little bit with you there because nobody was stopping him. Hell no, they were. Oh no, he had a lot of gas in the tank still. Then <laughs> you know what I mean. Like we're looking that's at a, a, that's the thing now. Yeah, where he's old, it, he's like, getting older. It still looks like he has a lot of gas in the tank, but it's not. It's half of what he had there. You know what I mean? It just still looks like a lot because he's so much more than everybody else. Because that's what it is. He just has a he has a fuel he has a fuel pump that is just on a different level, which is okay for how soft the NBA is now. So you know what he has in the gas tank list should be it okay. Works. He looks like the best stuff there. I swear to God, it looks like Sean is watching a porn right now. Yeah, oh, he is. Oh, he is. Oh, he is. <laughs> Sean, right then? It's still some hand checked. Hand checked. And at 5%. I told about that. It only takes one second to take your hand off. <laughs> but, but on a... <laughs> Saying you guys missed it three or four times now. <laughs> but James Franco, I'll come all over the place. <laughs> this also has to do with the NBA. The, uh, what's his name? Josh Giddy. Oh God! Uh, him and Car- him and Carl Malone are best buds. They're boys, yeah. In a way. Oh, well, see, you know, there's no who's worse in it, but just to you know, Carl Malone was banging a 13 year old yeah, girl. Everyone's on a scale. Man. Yeah, and you know, I thought yeah. it was okay for Mormons to do that. Al, why are you judging? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know Josh Giddy is 21, and the girl is 15. Where's, it's not okay. But where's the coverage on that? Oh, it's been everywhere on my feet. Where's the coverage? Oh, it's been everywhere on my feet. about it, though. Josh's little girl. I've seen I think, it I don't, everywhere. I think it's Josh's girlfriend. I don't... I mean, like, you know, you're in the NBA, dude. There are grown women who are going to be willing to, like, do whatever because... They're comparing the picture to, like, uh, the scenario... They, they Literally, I've seen this headline. Uh, oh, we're not... Why isn't Getty getting the same heat that Morant got? Because he basically just put something on a picture on a social media that... It's controversial. Right. Like, how, how are they even trying to compare it? Like, why are they even trying to do the whole, oh, oh, they're going to treat the black guy worse than the white guy yeah, thing? That's, that's what they're trying to do in some of that shit I'm seeing. Yeah, right. Two different things. And, like, yeah, that, and Jai got, Jai had like three or four instances. Yeah, that's like, true, so too. You learn from your that's true, but, too. But back to, yeah, him, like, like, look, if it's true and he knew that oh, she was underage, here it and is. This whole fucking nine, like, you're a sick fuck, dude. You know how I feel about this shit. That one brick back. This girl is 15, guys. You see this? This girl is 15. Sean, we'll catch you on the next show if we lose you. Yeah, I'm at 1%. I might lose y'all. You will never lose us. You just won't see us for a minute. You'll never lose us. I like how we all came in for our boy. Y'all saw that? (laughs) I hope everybody out there is watching this. This is how you have to be for your boys and your girls. (laughs) One love, brother. We might have lost. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, that's you know. So, is there a case going on with this, or uh, I know there's an investigation. Is there a case? Not sure. I'll I'll look into it some more if you'd like me to. Because there's not no there's no way he can say it's not true because like he's in the picture with her. Yeah, yeah I've seen multiple pictures too. It's not the only one. We don't know the whole story yet. What we know, well, what I know and what I can tell that means what they're le- allowing out to be the story so far is that um, there is an alleged scenario of she maybe wasn't honest about the age or something at first or something along those lines. That's what I heard. Uh, or that he didn't I heard. necessarily She lied and said know, she was 19. Or, oh, she or, said she was 19. Or there was no... Well, once he found out, then he stopped having sex with her and stuff. Like, there's going to be a bunch more stuff that comes out with this. So I don't want to rush to judgment on it. That's where I was kind of coming from. Like, it's easy for me to say... Ja, you're a dumbass because you're in the club and you're showing a fucking gun on, a gun on Instagram or t- whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's e- that's an easy, obvious thing, even if it wasn't a real gun and it was registered to him. You're still dumb. If Chet didn't know, I mean Chet. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to call him Chet. If, if he didn't <laughs> know, if he didn't know that she was underage and she was lying about her age, 
It's going to come down to the particulars. When he found out, how did he act? Does she really seem and act like immature? Like it, because look, you know, I've met plenty of 15 and 16 year old girls know how to act 25 and I've met 15, 16 year old girls that act 14. And if you're fucking a 15 year old girl told you that she was 19 and she acts 14, you're a pedo. If you're fucking a 15 year old girl who looks and acts 25 and lied to you and said she was 18, then I might be able to get with you on understanding why. So oh, absolutely. when more of these like details come out, I think it'll be easier for us to dive into it with them. You know, how oh, do we certainly. judge him? You know? And in those cases, too, a lot of these girls that lie, they should be punished as well for lying. They should be in trouble. Sure. There, yeah, d- definitely mm-hmm. if there is any implication, it's one thing where, like, they lied and you get upset about it and you want to, like, fucking react. And, and a different scenario where, like, oh, she told me she was... 19 and then you went to jail for a couple of months or you end up on a sexual predator list or all of those kind of things yeah if if there's some sort of punishment involved that turns out to be sort of malicious or with a malicious intent there should be a punishment involved for the perpetrator oh certainly certainly Definitely justice that's right that's yes 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 well hey folks you know thank you marpus uh that's all we have for this evening. I just want to direct y'all. You know, we have some new merch up. We have our Christmas shirts. We have hoodies as well, shirts as well. So feel free to check those out. Get into them. We got we got different colors too. Different like colors together. And we got red, blue, yeah. green. Red. Yeah, yeah, need that red. And we got hoodies too. So those are there. And the Halloween wow. shirts are still up there. I don't know how long Christmas we're gonna keep those up there. But uh, you guys can certainly check those out. Also, if you're looking for any artwork, please feel free to hit my nephew Nate up. I also want to thank the new subscribers that we asked that Rick made sure you let me know. You know, ladies, thank you so much. We appreciate y'all. You're up, Mark. Hey. My poor Bobby. I can't hear you. Oh. If you <laughs> make sure to check out the track, it's called Chat Sex. The artist is Nish. You can find his music on SoundCloud and YouTube. Check him out. He's dope. Give him love. Yes, sir. So Appreciate signing you. off, I'm Al. This is Marcus, Rick, Matt, and even though you can't see him, Sean. Peace. Thank you. Love, peace and hair grease. Later.